Welcome to C3 Church Cogra. Thank you for listening to one of our great messages. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Welcome Candice tonight as she comes to share her heart for beyond. Thank you, Garth. Hi, everyone. How is everyone all right? Yeah, that's good. Um, Lise, you can sit down. Thank you so much. I've seen a boy, I don't know, should she stay up? Should she sit down? I said, no, I can't have her standing there the whole time. So sit down, Lise, and relax. Well, first of all, I just want to pray because um, <clears throat> I really do believe that if we are willing, God can speak to our heart tonight and I think so many times you hear somebody say, you know, who wants to get touched by God tonight? And we go, yeah, because that's, you know, that's just what you're supposed to say. (laughs) But is there anyone here that actually does want God to speak to their heart tonight sincerely? Can I see your hand? Yeah, you really have come tonight expecting something to happen. Okay, good, good, because I have too. So let's pray. Father God, I just thank you so much that you are a beautiful, faithful God and you have seen the hands of your people that want to be impacted by you tonight, that Holy Spirit, you would speak to us, that you would knock on the door of our heart and we would walk away tonight different and that we would have a heart for the things that you have a heart for. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. So first of all, I just want to say I'm actually um, I'm really honoured um, to be leading the Beyond Initiatives with Luke. Um, And for some of you who don't know, that has been a secret desire of mine for (laughs) many years. And it's something that I said to Luke years and years ago. And I said, oh, if you could do anything, like, you know, if there was any anything that you could, you know, help run or if you wanted to be a part of in church, you know, what would it be? And we shared with each other. And being a part of the missions and beyond in the community is something that we just love. And so um, I'm really grateful and I'm really honoured and I'm excited to see what God's going to do. Um, through this ministry, but I, I was sort of praying about tonight, and I'm really excited about speaking. And I thought, oh, you know, what am I gonna, what am I gonna share with the people? And I thought the most important thing, I guess, straight up, is for you guys to know my heart and who I am. You know, sometimes somebody steps into a, a position and you think, well, who the heck are they, and what do they even think about it, or what's their heart behind it, what are their motives? Um, so some of you have heard a little bit of my story before, and I'm sorry if you have to hear it again, but some of you don't. So I just want to share quickly where I've come from and why I do have a heart um, for the community, because I really do. It's not just something that I'm saying. I, I love it, and a few of you know that I went to Africa a couple of years ago, and the only way that I could describe what I felt over there was like I was breathing a whole other oxygen. <laughs> And I know that sounds weird, but you know when you're in a zone and you feel like you've come alive? That's, that's how I felt just serving and loving orphans in an orphanage. I just felt like I was breathing in a whole other oxygen. And I know Kath and Jess did too and, and the others that we went with. And So I guess, who am I? I'm Candice, as you know. <laughs> but where I've come from, I, I came from a, um, a broken home, and I know a lot of you have, and... Um, everything was okay and then all of a sudden, you know, your world's turned upside down as a child and my parents um, separated and um, on top of that, you know, you look up to your your dad and you you think he's this amazing hero and 
Um, I think I was probably about 11, I think 11 or 12 years old, and I discovered through a friend who found some things in my own home that my father was a drug addict, and that was highly embarrassing, and she got sent home straight away. <laughs> a little bit awkward. Um, you have to go home now, said my mum. But um, yeah, and so that was really, you know, your whole world sort of, well, what's going on here? And, um, and so because of that and because of my, my family and it was just all of a sudden falling apart, I, I thought I was coping pretty well with it and I knew that they both loved me. I'd always felt very loved and I still do. Like my parents are amazing. So it wasn't that I didn't feel like they loved me or anything like that, but just inside there was something happening and, and I, I actually wasn't coping as well as I thought. And um, at the age of about 15 or no, it must have been a little bit earlier, actually. I don't even know when. But um, I thought, I can't do this anymore. This is too weird. It's too hard. I don't really know, you know, what is the point of life. And so um, I just sort of tried to end it myself. And it, I didn't, thank God. And, um, and God has transformed me in the most amazing way that I just, I love life. And I can't believe now, thinking back, that I wanted to end my own because He's given me so much life. And I just, I, I see the enemy in that because I think, oh, God, you knew that I was going to be someone who loved life. And I, 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 I love it. And I, I get so much joy out of just doing life with people and my husband and you guys. And every day I love it. And, and I just see it, you know, it just could have been stolen. And I was like, yeah, sucked in, you know. Like I'm going to be a life liver and a life giver. And so it's just beautiful. And so... I tell you not that for the violins to come out, but to glorify God because, you know, he's, he does. He's the one that turns a whole life around, a whole life around in an instant. And as soon as I, you know, my amazing husband, Luke, he was my best friend at school and he would, he would slowly just talk to me about Jesus. And, you know, I was into star signs and I would be like, look, you've got your beliefs, I've got mine, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> and he sort of used to annoy me a little bit, but because he was my friend, I listened and then I guess just God knocked and knocked on my heart and then eventually my time came and I couldn't put my hand up fast enough when someone asked, you know, does anyone want to accept Jesus? It was my time. Like it was, that was my time right there and everybody has that time, you know. And, um, and I just felt like in an instant, like where I'd come from and who I was and where I was going and purpose and everything that I'd been looking for and wondering if it even existed, I found it in that instant. And so... If you're here tonight and you don't know him, then get to know him because he's, he's real and he's absolutely beautiful and there'll be an opportunity at the end. But let's, let's go on, you know. I, I guess the reason when I think about beyond and I think about myself as a person, I thought, why am I so passionate about the community and why am I so passionate about wanting to help others? And, and it all comes down to that moment. And Luke sort of touched on it this morning. You know, what if Luke had never wanted to talk to me about it? <laughs> or what if Luke was so in his own little world that, you know, he, I was his friend and, you know, we would hang out with our crew and stuff, but what if he never had the guts and never saw me struggling and thought, I've got to share beyond my own self. I can't keep Jesus to myself. I have to tell this friend of mine about him. I have to tell her that there is more to life. I have to tell her that he loves her. And he relentlessly would tell me all the time. 
he would tell me all the time, God loves you and he was honest with me and, and that's what I think about every time when I think about beyond. I can't think about anything else. All I can think about is what if he had kept him to himself and what if I keep him to myself? What is the point? There's, there's broken and hurting people out there that desperately need him and there's happy, amazing people out there that still need him. It's not just the ones that we think, oh yeah, they look like they've had a hard life. You know, there are people that are very successful. They're happy. They've got their family. They're okay. But deep within, they don't really know what is the purpose. And well, is this it? Do I work and family and work and family all the days of my life? Is that it? They need a purpose, you know. So I just wanted to, to tell you that in a nutshell, that that for me is what Beyond is all about. When I think about beyond the four walls of this church, why do I care about people out there? Why do I want to want to help? Why would I even want to mow someone's lawn that I don't know? It's because I want them to know that there's a beautiful God who loves them so much and has so much passion and purpose for them in the same way that he did for me and he wants to turn their life around the same way that he did for me and, I, and that's all I can think about. And so I guess tonight I just I want to share a little bit with you about that because you know, I, I want us as a church and as believers of Jesus Christ I want us to not just be consumed in our own world and it's very easy in Australia isn't it we have so much we've got you know things everywhere materialism and oh you know there's a new thing coming out the new tv and oh no this and that and like what Flax is talking about I want a bigger house or this or that it is so easy to get distracted but if we can grab a hold of this tonight and really be honest with God and say actually I don't want to just do that I don't just want to live in my own little world, go through life being a Christian and go, yay, I got to heaven, but then turn around and go, I didn't actually really share anything beyond my own life. I didn't really, um, you know, give anything more of God to anyone. I just, it was just me in my little bubble. I would hate that. (laughs) That would be devastating, you know. Oh, it's a horrible thought. But so for me, Just to let you know again, just keep that in mind that beyond is all about helping others and sharing that love of God to them. That's what it's all about. Everything we do, every action we do, it's about just reflecting how much God loves these people. So important. Um, So what I want to do is I want to share some scriptures with you that have challenged me and blessed me over my walk with God. Um, So I'll just get the first one up. And if you're looking it up or taking notes, It's 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. And I love this. So beautiful. Yeah. So it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everybody who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And I apologize that that's heavy. Actually, I don't apologize that it's it's the Bible, so I'm not apologizing for it but I'm I don't want anyone to be offended by it but if you are maybe just have a think about why you are (laughs) in a loving sort of way I'm saying that (laughs) love love don't hate me (laughs) but um but it's it's true isn't it like that's heavy that is heavy whoever does not love does not know God because God is love and I was talking to Boyd about that if we have God inside of us who is love it's a little bit of a oxymoron you know like an opposite like I don't know, girly man or, I don't know, something that's really extremely opposite. That's a really bad example. Anyway, but it's, it's really weird, isn't it? If God is love and he's in us and we don't love, 
what the heck is going on there? Like, he is love. So if we're carrying him, we should be carrying love. So, sorry, but that's how it is. And I just, I guess, okay, I'm going to be serious now, but I know that loving people is not really easy for a lot of people. I get that. I understand that there are different personalities. I understand that God made us all differently. And I know that for some people that may be similar to my sort of personality where we're bubbly and, hi, you know, in our own little jelly bean life and we love everyone, that might come a little bit more naturally to us. But I just want to be really honest and, and really compassionate in the way of saying, guys, I understand that for some it is really hard. And I understand that for some you might have been through a really horrible past. You might have been hurt. You might have been you know, betrayed or you may have never been taught how to love. And so you hear, standing, hearing me stand here, go, yeah, that's fine for you. you. You don't understand what I've been through. You're right. I don't understand what some of us have been through. Even in this very room, I don't know everybody's story. But I do know that loving is a choice. I do know that. I really feel like that. God's been teaching me that so much lately. It's, it's a choice. And even if you're sitting here tonight and you have been hurt and you do find it hard and it's not your natural personality. Garth was sharing it today. It's not your, it wasn't his natural personality to go, hey, yeah, buddy. You know, it just wasn't. And so he had to choose and he had to try to allow God to move in his life in that world. And that might be you tonight. And so if that is you, I just really want to challenge you to just allow God to soften you because he can. And he's so beautiful about it and he's not, um, he's not forceful and he's not, he's not going to condemn you and make you feel silly that you don't. He wants to help and that's what I love about him. He's so um, gracious and uh, he's just beautiful. And I want to show you something because, um, yeah, I'll tell you, take a little trip down memory lane. Can I get my photo up? Okay. <laughs> this is me, right? And this... I haven't changed? Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you a story. Here I am wearing boys' board shorts and a cap, and I used to just live in that. And Andrew and Boyd and Garth can vouch for that. And actually, some of the people from way back in the day, I was a massive tomboy. I still am a little bit at heart, but um, I massive, massive tomboy. I would always wear cargo pants and um, like boys' clothes. I actually did. My my mum would take me to the shop and I'd be like, yeah, let's go in here. And I'd find like a boy's surf jumper and I'm like, this is awesome. And mum's like, okay. <laughs> like she was really, she was really beautiful. But I seriously did. Boys clothes, hoodies, beanies, um, skate shoes. It was just, that's all I wore all the time. And um, I just, <laughs> I wish I had more photos to show you. It's true, isn't it? Is it true, boys? Serious, serious. I did have issues. And that's what I want to talk about. I really want to talk about that. Thanks, Andrew. But what I want to say is, is that there was a reason why I was like that. And if you're a tomboy, I'm not having a dig at you at all. You're awesome. But that was, this was me with a facade. And my facade was, I wasn't coping with my parents, breaking up. I wasn't handling life very well. Yeah, I, don't even, I didn't even think it. It just sort of happened. But I'll just wear clothes, 
boys clothes. I don't care. I don't need to be emotional. I don't want to hang out with the girls. I'll stick with the boys. It was so much easier to be with boys and be closed off and not talk about my feelings. I'm fine. I'm coping. Don't even, you know, call me by my last name. Yeah, I'm Revo, whatever. Yeah, woo. You know, just thought I was awesome. But deep down, it's true, deep down, I was really hurting and I, okay, this might be a massive shock. No, not at all. But I was really offensive. <laughs> and I would like, <laughs> I would just offend people all the time. And I, I didn't mean to, but it was sort of like I had closed myself off and made myself sort of hard that it was sort of like, this was honestly my thought process. If this doesn't offend me, why the heck should it offend you? That's what it was. I'm not offended by this, so don't you be offended by it. So if my friend said, do I look fat in this? I'd be like, yeah, you do. I was, because I thought, well, yeah, and then she'd go, oh, and I, and I go, what? You just asked me to be honest. I truly did. Oh, what do you think about this? Oh, that's so bad. Oh, gosh, like, oh, okay. Just so offensive. I'm amazed I had friends. <laughs> I'm amazed I still do. But I was really, really offensive. And I want to talk to you about the fact that it's a choice. I had to get to a point in my life where I noticed that I was offending people all the time, that I didn't care about them, and stop and look at myself and go, something's not right. Something is not right here. And then I had to, when I was aware of it, then I had to go to God and say, God, I do not want to be like this. I know my heart is hard. I know that I'm offending people. I want to represent you, but this is really hard for me. And I had to allow God to soften my heart. And it has taken a long time, but it has been the best journey of my life. And I would never normally do my hair or wear makeup and not saying that's what you have to do when you're a girl, but I, I love myself now way more than I love that person. And that's because God did that. He's, he's allowed me to be the real me and he's softened my heart. And, and so to those people out there, if you, if you do find it hard to, hard to love or if you feel like your heart is hard and you do withdraw on purpose and don't get near me, because you, you know if you've got stuff going on. We all do. We actually do know when we've got stuff going on. Can I challenge you tonight to trust him? Trust him and let him soften your heart towards other people and the community and beyond the four walls because we really do need to be aware of it and allow him. And I promise you, I'd put my life on it. He will be so gentle and he will be so faithful if you trust him in that. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, we'll just see. I don't think that there's any other photos, but... Oh, sorry. How did that get in there? Oh, this is awkward. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> This is Pastor Garth. <laughs> I just thought I would put it in as a little joke because we're talking about transformations. Stand up, stand up. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> okay, I think that's it. There's nothing else in there. Oh, who's that long-haired guy? That's Luke Boyd. Luke Boyd, can <laughs> you stand up? That's it. There he is. What a Darrow. What a transformation. <laughs> Thank you. They didn't know I was going to do that, so surprise. But God transforms us, doesn't he? He really does transform us, as you can see. <laughs> but I want to read you a scripture now that we've <laughs> seen how much we all change. <laughs> 1 John 4, 11 and 12. He does change us, and it's so beautiful. And if we 
If we let him, we will have a heart of God. We will, we will love what he loves and we will grieve for what he grieves and we'll care about for what he cares for if we let him. And it's so exciting to even think about that. Wow, God, you'd seriously let me be a part of what you care about? Yes. That's so cool. So let's look at 1 John 4, 11 and 12 and it says, Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us. And I love this. And his love is made complete in us. If we love one another. Do you know what I found so interesting about that scripture? It actually says if. If we love one another. It's a choice. We actually do need to choose it. Even if people annoy us, even if you see that person in the street and you know that they need help and you go, too busy right now, see ya. Keep walking on. Putting it out there. Even someone who's not in the street, even a friend. Yeah, I know you're going through that, but I'm just too busy right now. Sorry, got to go to a movie or I'm running late. Like, let's love each other. Sorry, I got a hiccup. <laughs> let's love each other. You know, <laughs> I've had this today too, a hiccup. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and it says it right here. His love, if we do that, for if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. How good is that? How cool is that, that he allows us to be a part of that as well? Oh, so good. Do you know that there is a game? I'm a teacher for those of you who don't know. And um, there's actually a game that the kids play. Be careful because you might not know that you're a part of this game and you are. It's like a secret mission game. And I was in the bus, we were going down to swimming and I could hear them going, sweet. And then like, you know, two minutes later, I'd hear them go, sour. And then later on, he'd sour. And then I'd hear another, sweet. And I was like, what? <laughs> anyway, so I went and sat with them. I said, what are you guys doing? And they said, we're playing sweet and sour. And I, this is kindergarten, five-year-old. I said, what's sweet and sour? And they said, watch, watch, Mrs. Boyd. And so I sat with them. Anyway, the person behind them in the bus driving, you know how you see those really annoying kids going, and they do it like the whole trip, like this. If you wave back, they go, sweet. And if you look at them and you don't care, they go, sour. Yep. How full on is that? Seeing people just walking down the thing, they wave. Sour, because <laughs> you don't wave back. And I, don't, I know that it's a weird analogy and I know that it's a bit silly, but let's be sweet. It's not an effort to wave to a kid on a bus. It's not an effort, is it? It's a bit annoying when they keep staring at you. I know. I've had it before. And I'm like, I've waved 50 times now. Get over it. But at least I waved and I was sweet. <laughs> yeah, don't be sweet and then turn sour. I get it. <laughs> but just be sweet, you know, and, and live your life being sweet and think about that. If there was someone in the street that just, oh, look, do you, can you just tell me where? No, nah, can't. Sour. Boom, boom. You know? Or, you know, I get, I get this because I'm not really that tall at all, but I think I'm just maybe average. I don't know. But I always have, like, little ladies in the shops. Can you just reach up and get that jam for me, lovey? Oh, yeah. Like, I love it. Get up there. Could I jump it down? And I'd walk away, sweet, you know, like, it's so cool. We have an opportunity to be that to the world. Whether you like it or not, people that don't know Jesus, as soon as you react like that to them, 
they're not going to say sweet or sour, but that's what happens in their heart. Okay, well, that person doesn't care, whatever. You know, we reflect Jesus, whether we like it or not. It's a huge responsibility. But the way that we are with the community, the way that we are with our neighbours, the way that we are with our unsafe family, the way that we are with everybody inside and outside of these walls reflects Jesus. And you can be sweet or sour. So sorry to come down on you, but I want to challenge you with that. Um, Let's look at this last scripture. This is pretty cool too. It's in Galatians 5.14. Sorry, I get excited about scripture, don't I? Love the Bible. Um, it says, For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbour as yourself. How cool is that? Of all the things. Love your neighbour as yourself. But, like we were talking about before, I couldn't love people properly until I started to love myself. You know, it's really hard to care about people and love people when you've got your own issues going on and, you know... I just want to just think about it. I want to encourage you, church, because when I look around this room and when I think about the morning service and just us as a family, a church family, you are all so beautiful and you, you have beautiful hearts. And, and sometimes I see, like, you know when you, nobody knows you're watching, but sometimes you see, like we see each other in church and you see people do stuff and you go, oh, love that. And it just makes you think about Jesus. I love that. And I love the way we are with each other. And I, and I just know that if we can get on board with this and if we can be united in this, in our mind and in our heart and we really want to care about those outside of our church and not just our own little world, we would be unstoppable. Like the cool things that God could do through us because your heart's already so beautiful and just the way that you love each other and you do, you're so friendly when people come in and, I just want to encourage you because I'm, I love it. I love watching you guys. It's, it is. It's really lovely to watch. And if we can unite in this, um, and not just inside of our church but outside, you know, it's just going to be amazing to see what happens. Um, and when I think about a few of you even sitting here tonight, I know that you're actually busting for the opportunity to do this stuff. You think, that's fine, Kansas. Yes, I have that heart. I, I want to do this cool stuff. But there's not, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like, let me at it. I know Cassie's chomping at the bit all the time. I love that about you, Cassie. Any type of serving someone or helping out in the community, she will be right there next to me. I know it for a fact. And I love that. There's so many of you like that. So I just want to finish off by, you know, Boyd and I are so excited. We're so excited about this ministry. We're so excited to see what God's going to do. Um, and we can't wait because there's also fresh initiatives coming. They're developing. They're growing. They're changing. We've got new ideas. And it's just fantastic. I can't wait. And I can't wait to minister with you guys. You know, it's just going to be so much fun. Um, so I just really quickly want to go through a few that we have, the initiatives that we have already, not all of them, but just a few. And these ones are evolving and changing, and we will be adding new ones. Boyd's got some really cool ideas, and it's going to be really cool. So let's quickly go through these. We've got, in our local community, we've got Camp Works, which is just amazing. Camp Works is where you, um, where a team from here goes and other people around New South Wales as well is on team. And it's to minister to children that have one or both parents in prison. Um, so that is just so heavy. <laughs> Imagine that, one or both of your parents in prison, these little darlings and they're, you know, just to... That. Oh, it is too. I don't know why that's up there. But um, So that's for national, sorry, not local. 
Um, and it's just, it is, it's beautiful. And if you want to be a part of that, they need team, team members or if you want to support, you might be someone who thinks, I can't really, I don't think I can go, Candice, but maybe I could support, I could put a little bit of money towards it or if they need me to help out with some resources, I could do that. We would appreciate anything like that, guys. Let's just, let's do it together as a team. So have we got the first local one then? Because I'll... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is um, replacing um, feeding the homeless in Gosford, which was amazing. I love doing that. But this one is the Dale College, and this one's at Wadalba, and it's helping young um, young people who have, you know, maybe as a surprise fallen pregnant, or maybe they planned it, and but they're really young, and it and it's a place to educate them and support them in their parenting. I just think it's so beautiful. Pastor Julie's already gone in and done a bit of work there and um, I'm so keen to be a part of that as well. So that's the Dale College. We've got Vanessa who is also um, the Wyong High School chaplain. So we support her as well in our local initiatives. And we have Big Noise, which is like one of the coolest um, kids' holiday programs ever, which is head up by Tim and Louise. That's coming up really soon. Uh, Yeah, I said local. (laughs) That's coming up... um, Really soon, actually. So if you want to be a part of that, so much fun, so crazy, so much noise, but so rewarding to see the little kids respond to Jesus. So then I said, and then we'll go national, which is Camp Works, which is the children that have parents in prison. Okay, that is amazing as well. They put so much effort into it. And if you weren't here this morning, Boyd was talking about like 50% of the children that go there, around half of them always give their life to the Lord. It's just such beautiful fruit. I love that. And then for international, we got Peace Radio, which is in northern Uganda. Um, Pastor Gas touched on that. That's where, you know, Kony has... Anyway, he's made a mess and they're really trying to pick up the pieces and get on with their life. And, you know, this radio station is telling them and speaking some faith, hope and love and how to rebuild and that there is a hope that God has purpose for them. It's so, so beautiful. And Garth and um, Boyd, they went there, um, you know... Was it this year? Well, yeah, it was just this year. (laughs) And um, we're going to have more teams going over there. So that is just so beautiful. And there's a lot of us that have a heart for Africa in this church. So um, that's just a few of them, you know. And there's so many more, and we need you. And I just want to finish up with this scripture, and it says, it's in um, John 13, 34 and 35. It says, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So, so powerful. By the way that we love each other, people will know that we are his disciples. You know? So when I was standing there in worship before, I felt the Holy Spirit tell me this scripture. And um, it's in Isaiah 6, 8. And it's when it's talking about, you know, I scan the earth and who will I find, who will go, you know, and then there's a voice that says, send me, Lord, <laughs> send me, you know. And I want us to be a church that says, send me, even if it's to our next door neighbor, even if it's to another suburb or even if it's to another nation, send me. Or if you can't go, you know, send some finances to help or send some resources to help, you know. And so... I just want to finish off tonight and I, and I, want, I don't just want to talk and share my heart and then hop down. I, 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 want, I want to challenge you guys with a response. You know, it's so easy just to say, yeah, cool, thanks, and then go home. 
But unless we actually are honest with ourselves and we are honest before God and we think, where am I right now? Am I heaps pumped to do this and I'm ready to go? Ready to help out? Ready to go on a team? Ready to do something? Or am I in the position where I uh, can I'm one of those people, my heart's a little bit hurt, I'm a little bit hardened, I need a little bit of softening. That's cool, you know. Just, just being aware of it is the first step and then taking the step towards Jesus and letting him help is the second. You know, or I just want to give you the opportunity. You might be someone who doesn't even know really what the heck I'm talking about and you think, I don't even know Jesus, first of all. And that is cool as well. But it is going to be so much cooler if you do know him because he's the most amazing person ever of all time. And um, so I want to give those opportunities tonight. So if you can just be really honest and um, just think about where you are right now. Are you someone that's pumped? You're ready? Are you someone that's got, you know, I need some help with my heart, Lord. I want to care. I want to love, but I'm finding it really difficult. Or if you, you know, you don't even know him, then we want to give that opportunity tonight because he's amazing. And he loves you so much, you know. He wants your life to be an adventure and to be fun. So if, if that's you, if you're, if you're any of those three and you want to respond to God tonight, you're not coming out for me. I'm not even going to be up here. I want to get down. <laughs> I want to worship. But if you want to respond to um, God tonight by coming out the front and standing, no one's looking at you. No one's going to be doing anything. This is just you saying, Jesus, I hear that. I put my hand up at the beginning of this message because I wanted to hear from you. And I mean, I'm going to respond by saying, send me, I'm ready. Whether it's near or far or a little thing or a big thing, send me. Or God, I really need help with my heart. Or Jesus, I just really want to know you. If that's you, I just challenge you to get up out of your chair and come down to the front. It's not about me. I don't. If you want to come, fine. If you don't, fine. It's between you and God. It's between you and God. So I'm going to be down here because I'm going to stand and say that I want to be used. I want my heart to be his heart. I want to be his hands and feet. I want to love like he loves. So I'm going to be down here. If you want to come down and worship with me, cool. We'll do that together. So let me pray and I'll pass it over to... Would it sing? Yeah? Cool. All right. Will I stand up? Let's stand up and I'll pray. Jesus, we thank you so much that you are a beautiful, loving, amazing, amazing saviour. And... We love because you are loved and you loved us first. And so tonight we respond, Lord, we hear your word and we respond by saying, yes, Lord, send us. We want to be your heart. We want to be your hands and feet. I don't want to just live a life about myself. I come and I stand out to show you that I want to, I want to be a servant. I want to love others like you want me to. Lord Jesus, the people that have got some hurts, Lord, I pray tonight that you would meet with them, that you would heal their heart, that you would take them on a journey of softening their heart. And Lord, if there's anyone here tonight that doesn't know you, Father, it's the most amazing decision you can ever make. And I pray that they would be able to have the courage to come out and say, yeah, I really want to know you. Just the best ever. God, we love you so much and we worship you tonight. Thank you for who you are and we thank you
We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. Let's faith.